Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, back inside uh, inside the lunch table here. Uh, two favorite guys with me. Calvin, how are you doing today, Bob? I'm doing all right, big man. I'm doing all right. He's hanging in there. Mike, I'd ask you how you're doing, uh, but I think I'm going to ask your car how you're doing or how he's doing. Um, how, how are you doing, though, Mike? Uh, the Lakers, they Lakers squeaked out a, a win against the Rockets, so I guess I'm doing a little bit better than last. Yes, sir. They heard that alarm <laughs> pull, big bro. All right. Listen, t- uh, yesterday couldn't have went any better for me. Uh, Texas Tech beat Mississippi State. Yes, sir. 34-7. Uh, to 7. Um, it, it, it's, it's a good day today. Uh, so we're going to touch in the NFL some. We're going to touch in the NBA, uh, I think, more than the NFL, just because there's a little bit more games. Um, I do want to go to college football, uh, talk about that, uh, any developing stuff as well with that. But before we before we get going, yesterday, last night, um, if you follow any kind of ESPN anything, uh, you would have seen that John Madden passed away yesterday at 85 years old. And I, I don't know if the kids our age really realize how oh, much man. of an impact – John Madden had on football, the game of football. Obviously, you play his game. Uh, vast <laughs> majority of people play Madden. Um, and it's it, especially, you know, 04 Madden with Michael Vick. Um, Video game Vick. Oh, man. Yeah. And, but I, it was a that was a heartbreaker, man. I saw I, I think it was I can't remember who it was. Ken Rosenthal, maybe or somebody tweeted or Schefter, Adam Schefter. But they tweeted it out, and I thought it was kind of a joke. You know, it's kind of like that Kobe thing. Like, you see it, and you're like, nah. No way, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, obviously he was old, but it was it was sudden. Um, and it was uh, – listen, he left a massive blueprint on uh, – and, and a massive just stain, good stain on, on the NFL. And everybody that he came in contact with has nothing but good things to say about him. How are y'all feeling about that yesterday? Man, um, I – Oh, go go ahead, Mike. Go, no, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was go just ahead. gonna say it's just a, you know, I'm a, I've I've been an NFL football fan since I ever since I can remember, and I'm, I'm he's just an icon to the game. Um, oh yeah, the broadcasting community. I know they're um, you know, they hate to lose him, but I mean, he had a long life. I mean, I mean, he ran his race. It's um, it's always hard when you lose 100%. one of the legends in the in the game that you know we love so much. Yeah. Um, one of the things we love on this show is sports history, man, all three of us. And John Madden, man, he's as, as iconic as it gets going back as long as you can go, man. One of the first things I learned when I learned about the NFL was who John Madden was and just how impactful he was to the current game I know and to the game back in the day. doesn't matter if it was on the sideline, if it was in the office, or if it was in the locker room, if it was in the booth, wherever the man was, he was an absolute icon. And uh, y'all know how highly I think of Bill Belichick. John Madden is the only name you can put in that conversation because he was an absolute coaching legend. Uh, if John Madden wasn't scared of planes, he probably still would have been coaching yesterday. <laughs> and it, um, it it's a tough loss just because what, what he brought was – it's undescribable, man. He was an absolute legend. And rest in peace, prayers out to him, the family. Like Mike said, 85 years is a great life, but nothing but greed wishes we had more and wishing we had a little, just a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that, you know, when you see something like that, again, I don't know if kids our age really realize the impact oh, that man. that he's that he had on the game. And I, I think more of it, even when I mean, he was great at everything that he did. He was great as a coach. He was great as a broadcaster. He was a great ambassador for the game. He was inducted into 100%. the Hall of Fame twice. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Like, you know, it's hard to get there once and he did it twice. I mean, the guy was an absolute legend and um, it was it was that was definitely sad news yesterday. Uh, seeing that, you know, prayers are to the family, uh, prayers to everybody else around him, close friends, all that stuff. I know the NFL is really mourning that loss right now, uh, for for sure. Also, um, another passing, which is not as big uh, in the news. Uh, Jeff D- Dickerson, uh, he was 44 years old. He was a reporter for the Chicago Bears at ESPN. Um, that. He, I just seen. I just saw that yesterday. Uh, a lot younger, super, still tragic, still tragic. Yeah, very, very tragic. He had colon cancer, but um, you know, prayers up to him as well. You know, deaths are deaths in sports are uh, awful. You know, and, and especially for people that change the game, especially the way that John Madden did. Um, it's it's just awful. So, but um, I do want to move on from there. Uh, there was a game on Monday. Uh, and I think all three of us thought that it was going to be a little bit closer than what it was. I will say this before we get into it. The Dolphins are the only team to have a seven-game losing streak and seven-game win streak in the same season. That's kind of incredible, honestly, if you you think about it. Um, What a turnaround for them. They're eight and seven. 
Uh, what a turnaround for them. Uh, Mike, what did you see from your Saints? Or what did you not see from your Saints? Uh, and then how are you feeling going into these uh, last couple of weeks here this season? Um, I think we need to lose the next couple of games. <laughs> Simply to get us closer to um getting a getting another receiver. Um, we are expecting. I don't know what's gonna happen off season, but we are expecting to have Michael Thomas back full health. We're expecting to have our offensive line back to full health. Um, if we do pay Teron Armstead or replace him, whatever. So with that being said, um, I think we need to start looking ahead to next season. This is obviously not the year, gentlemen. Um, what I thought <laughs> in that game, uh, Ian Book is definitely not the answer. He was terrible, but um, yeah, I mean, pretty bad. His defense, I mean, it's his first rookie start to like, yeah, a, a, yeah a right, twenty five percent team, if even if even that. So I mean, um, I don't know. I just I want us to start looking ahead to next season. I don't think we need to try to push and make the playoffs this year at all. Like I think we just need to tank and um, you know, help our draft stock a little bit. Um, I agree with everything he said. Uh, real quick, I want to shout out Brian Flores. They uh, brought the blitz on almost 70% of their plays to rattle yeah, Ian Book. It was a hell of a game plan, worked to the max. Um, this this Miami team is, I mean, they're they're well coached. That's the that's the thing I really want to say about them is Brian Flores is doing an absolute hell of a job. Uh, what Cav said about the the one in six to eight and seven or the one in seven to eight and seven, whatever hell the number was, that is that is, like I said, absolutely mesmerizing. The fact that you can turn a season around like that and keep a locker room together. Like, you got to shout out those leaders in that locker room, both yep. on the field and off the field. Quarterback play as well. That is very impressive. And my other thing I want to talk about on this game was a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about Deshaun Watson, and I threw Miami out there. Um, I really have no reason to move off of Tua from the way he's played these past couple of weeks. I get he turned the ball over yesterday, but this game was never in doubt because he managed it really well. And he's not um, over the top special for me. I'm not going to put him in the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Pat Mahomes. He's he's not up there, but he is, he's competent enough to win football games. And I think he's going to be the dolphin answer moving forward. Um, He's getting, he's getting back to that college level accuracy that we saw. And that was the big thing for Tua was he was supposed to be really accurate and uh, I see he got a little bit of heat for it's being dink and dunk. I don't give a damn about it being dink and dunk. As long as you can p- complete the football, I'm happy. And like I said, I'm disappointed in Mike Saints. This defense was not what it was. Now, granted, when you have a quarterback turning the ball over like he was, uh, it's it's hard to be as well as – it's hard to be as good as you were last week. Um, you couldn't get the run game going all around. It was just really struggle for Mike Saints. Like I said, though, they are beaten up. I'm not, I'm not holding this game as a make or break for what I think about the Saints. We knew who they were, so – I agree with Mike. You got to look towards the future and and figure out what the hell you're going to do with this cap, figure out how you're going to get some receivers in the building. Yep. Yeah. I Listen, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think the Saints are one of the most interesting free agent teams yeah, uh, this and, and draft teams, this upcoming draft, um, and then offseason, mainly just because of the lack of cap that they have and then how many spots they need to fill. You know, if there's a couple of guys that can do it, Sean Payton is, is definitely one of the yeah, right. one of those guys that can do it. Uh, you know, my thing on Tua, I will say this, is, you know, we, we were talking about Deshaun Watson. We've been talking about Deshaun to Miami for you know, beginning of the season pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and and then it, it started to grow whenever the Dolphins were 1-6 and six or 1-7 and seven or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> but I think – I don't know if Tua is necessarily the answer. Um, Agreed. But he's not in the term, problem. In term, yeah, in terms of – in terms of, you know, winning in the future. But I also – you're right, Calvin. I don't think that he is the problem either. Uh, I, I think that for him – But that's an awkward gray zone to be in too. It, it is. But at the end of the day, I, listen, we always say that the most important position on your field is, is quarterback position. Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time as well, you also have to put guys around your quarterback and you also have to have guys on the defense side of the Very football true. as well. Uh, and I'm wondering if the Dolphins are going to kind of stick with Tua – uh, until they get a team and then maybe go out and get a, a, a quarterback well, free agent, which doesn't cannot, happen, or draft somebody. or You cannot bail on Tua yet just because, A, he's been competent, like I said, and, B, while you're on rookie money, it gives you a lot of options exactly. on the cap. And so while exactly. He's, while he's taking rookie money, they mean, hell, for all we know, they, they could go chase Devontae Adams this summer. They have that type of cap. I don't know how aggressive they will be with the cap, but they really don't have – I mean, we saw Brian Flores his first summer when he brought like half the New England roster in. I mean, he's obviously aggressive in free agency. So, I mean, if they can, if they can replicate that energy, and like I said, if you put, 
if Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl, uh, Jimmy G went to a Super Bowl, like, I mean, competency, you can take it a long way if you surround it by the right pieces. So, I mean, Miami certainly, and with Brian Flores, that head coach, I'm more than confident in that, man. So, I mean, it'll be interesting I agree. to see what mm-hmm. they do. Their offseason is another one to watch because, well, hell, I mean, maybe their playoff run's one to watch. I don't know what the, what their season's going to look like going down the stretch. I mean, they did, they've got two more, and the issue is both of their games are, well, I guess Tennessee's not, uh, they're not that respectable in my eyes, but the Patriots will be a good game and Brian Flores will have to get schemed on by Bill Belichick. So they, it, it's two tough wins to get, to get in the playoffs, but I, I'm certainly not ruling them out. How about you gentlemen? Um, I'm not, I'm not going to rule them out. Um, I didn't see nothing just, you know what I'm saying? Astonishing Monday night, but I think, yeah. I think they could, you know, I'm not going to rule them out. We'll, we'll see. That's all I have really have to say about the Dolphins season uh, moving forward. Hey, they could mess around and send the Patriots home. I mean, if, if 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 they win next week, the Patriots win next week, and they beat them in the in week sixteen, I don't know what conference record looks like, but they could mess around and oh, what is that week nineteen now? If they beat them in the last week of the season, it could really rock the Patriots season. Week eighteen, but yeah, I I, I don't know where the what the play is for the Dolphins, whether they get into the playoffs or not, uh, whether you go into the draft comfortable with two or not. I still don't know what the play is for them because. It, there, there is still listen. They have guys on their team, yeah, and I'm not. Sure. I'm not trying to say that they don't have any guys. They have Jalen Waddle, which Jerome Baker Jalen Waddle, which Jalen Waddle is phenomenal. Yeah, I, I also agree as well. Uh, they also have Christian Wilkins as uh, on on top of that. I think they have guys around them. It's just a matter of uh, a winning your division, which is not just the easiest, uh, and then b not starting the year off, you know, winning one game out of the first eight. You know, like that. You have to get off to a little bit better of a yeah. start there, but I but I will say though, if you're a Dolphins fan, uh, this is nice that you're on a seven game win streak going into going into the last two weeks. I think that's a win if you want to take it as one. I don't know if the Dolphins really expected to do much uh, into in coming into this year, um, but I definitely do think that Tua will have a spot next year. I don't know if they're going to go after Deshaun Watson, especially with what teams are at or uh, what Houston is asking for Deshaun, uh, which still is mind boggling, but. Um, anyways, I did want to say some other news. Um, what's his name? Carson Wentz. Uh, he, he's put on the COVID list. So Sam Ellinger. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Sam Ellinger, uh, who is going to come in and that actually changes a bunch for the Colts. Hell yeah. (laughs) It changes a bunch for the Colts because a, they're nine and six. Um, B he's terrible. Well, I, he has. I mean, call he, Philip Rivers. He hasn't gotten into. He hasn't gotten. Uh, he hadn't played in the NFL, so he hasn't well, really you gotten. Watched a him chance, for four years at Texas. You know exactly what he's bringing. Well, I think <laughs> they have they, a little and, bit more talent at Texas than they do in Indianapolis. To <laughs> be honest, like I'm serious. You know what he's bringing, bro. I am not confident, who, bro. Who are they play? I'll take whoever they're playing by two, three touchdowns. Oh, they've got Oakland. God damn it. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Listen. Well, there. Here's the thing. That here's the problem, though, is they're nine and six. New England is behind them at nine and six, and then you have Miami and Baltimore, who are both at eight and seven, and then you have the Chargers and Las Vegas, who are also at eight and seven as well. So if they mess around and lose a game, heaven forbid, lose the last two games, they're done. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the case with literally everyone in the AFC. Well, outside of your your Chiefs, your top heavy division leaders. Well, hell no, not even. The Chiefs are the only division leader that's, I guess you could say Tennessee with 10 wins, but outside of those two teams, nobody is safe in the playoffs right now because even Buffalo could lose their next two games. Miami and Pitts or in the Patriots split that last one. I mean, now Buffalo. Well, I think Cincinnati's home. also a lock as well. I, I think it's a matter of where they're going to be at whenever they get into the playoffs. But, you know, you hit it right on the head. I mean, with Miami, they could mess around and get into the playoffs too. You could even look at um, Las Vegas and Los yeah. Angeles. Right. Both eight and seven teams. Well, I so the thing is, is my thing is this week. So the the Ravens, we have no clue in hell who's playing quarterback. Right. They're going. Uh, they're going or, uh, go ahead. Lamar Jackson came back uh, for practice. So, so we're going to have Lamar. So the Ravens, I'd, the Ravens, I'd imagine the Ravens have the Rams and the Rams are in a must win because the Cardinals are in a must win. And then you've got Cincinnati with Kansas City. And I doubt Kansas City's taking the foot off the gas. And now, granted, you have the Patriots going to the Jags. I don't know how confident we are in Trevor Lawrence. 
The Bills are going to the Falcons. Mike knows all about those Falcons. Not too confident there. And then uh, <laughs> they beat us, so I'll, I'll stay I, quiet. <laughs> I've got the Chargers going to the Broncos. Like, there's most of these teams are going to have to answer the call this week and next week. It's not like they have oh. cake ball games. Baltimore going to the um the Rams. I'm telling Ugh. you, bro, and the LA's got a must win as much as Baltimore's got a must win. Uh, I don't think Los Angeles really has that a must win. They're 11 and four. They're going to get into the playoffs regardless. Uh, I want to win my division, fam. We'll be in the wild. Being a home playoff game makes a big difference than going on the road. I I don't disagree with you. I, well, I don't. Nah, disagree I don't know. Nah, they play in SoFi though. That ain't a home stadium. <laughs> well, I also, but you also when you're at home, you get an extra day of practice. Ding, ding, ding. That's it. Uh, it's more fly time for the Rams than it is the home advantage because their fans don't bring it. Well, especially if you're on the West Coast and you're playing somebody. Well, it just depends on who you're playing. If you if you finish with a three seed, you'll play. Well, I guess Arizona. Well, in the, yeah, no, if you finish as the three seed, you get either the 49ers or the Eagles. Oh, I 49ers like, or the Eagles. You're I right. I like yeah, that yeah. matchup a lot. No, I was, uh, granted, I pulled the alarm on the Cardinals the last show, but still, I, I would <laughs> definitely rather play the 49ers or the Eagles than the Arizona Cardinals. So I think I think L.A. has to beat the Ravens this week because uh, they don't have much of a shot, but the Cardinals do have a shot to pick up a win this weekend. So I, it's it's I need to see Lamar. No, that's not true because the back of that, if they can get the Taylor Huntley kid to play, they probably compete in the game too as well. as hey, they probably play. don't want to play those Rams, man. The last time they played the Rams, I mean, they, um, mm-hmm. I mean the 49ers. They probably don't want to play those Niners, man. Last time they played the Niners, man, they beat the, the it, barn ding, ding, doors ding, ding, off. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. 31-10. That was on the well, 15th and, of November. Well, I don't know what it is about, like, every time Sean McVay plays, there's – Sean McVay is great in the NFL except when he plays Kyle Shanahan. Anytime he plays Kyle Shanahan, it doesn't matter if it was in Atlanta or if it was in San Francisco. That is the one game every single year where you just scratch your head at Sean McVay. You think, what the hell are you doing? Yep. <laughs> I think here's the, the cool part about this is that they're, the AFC East is still a race. Even your top three teams are still a race, theoretically. Yep. Uh, Buffalo, New England are both at nine and six, and you've got Miami at eight and seven. You have the AFC North, which all four teams are still a race. Um, again, theoretically, if you want, if percentage-wise, I think Cincinnati is going to come out on top, uh, and I think Pittsburgh and Cleveland are done. But there is still a race between Cincinnati and Baltimore. I think Cincinnati has a little bit easier of a schedule. I also think Cincinnati is a little bit better, as well as Lamar just coming back for his first game. Uh, the AFC South is probably one, is probably the worst division in uh, in the AFC, my opinion. Uh, you have Tennessee at ten and five, and then and then Indy at nine and six again. Indianapolis can mess around and lose two games, or they can mess around and win the last two games. And if Tennessee yeah. doesn't come out and perform, they could get on top of that as well. There's still going to be a lot of movement here. Uh, the NFC East. Um, Excuse me, the AFC West, I think it's done. Kansas City's going to – they already clinched the division. Uh, it, it's just a matter of are any of those teams going to get into the playoffs, the Chargers, the Chargers or, did. or the Raiders. The Chargers are getting in. I will promise you guys right now, I will not give you a single other AFC playoff lock except the Chargers. I know, but they're not – they're 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 the ninth seed right now. I know, I know, but I promise you. I promise, <laughs> that is my only lock. Uh, I don't know about one through eight above them. Stamp- Guaranteed on there. I will. I will guarantee. <laughs> guarantee. The Los Angeles Chargers will be in the playoffs. The rest of those teams, I don't know about. Could be. Could be yes. Could be no. But the Chargers, I am guaranteeing they will be in the playoffs. Okay, whatever. Uh, and then you move over to the NFC East uh, with the Cowboys. They're going to win that division. Obviously, they already clinched it. Uh, NFC North. Green Bay already clinched it. Hey, uh, uh, they the activated uh, Jair Alexander today. That's a real big one. If he can come mm-hmm. back and play in the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> NFC's, it's going to be interesting to see how he fits back in. The NFC South, uh, Tampa Bay already clinched their division with that. And then the NFC West is still obviously a race with uh, Los Angeles and Arizona. Uh, I think that you're going to get – there's a really good possibility that you may get three teams out of the NFC West. Uh, in the playoffs i think you will which is really man it's really interesting and it really speaks to the lack of talent on the bottom end of all of these other divisions Heck's, yeah, uh, bro, bro, the, the, in the, the nfc teams in the nfc west now granted seattle's been a shit show this year but that division is just crazy and now granted i think seattle's gonna end up blowing it up in the summer but just imagine if seattle was competent this season oh like, i know dude yeah imagine if, oh my god yeah, imagine if they have seven eight wins right now yeah, oh my right? god oh like, my god we can yeah. be talking about about four NFC West teams, bro. Because like, yeah, I th- 
my sorry ass division doesn't deserve two teams in the playoffs. There's no way in hell my sorry ass division deserves <laughs> two teams in the playoffs. Like, yeah, no, I agree. I think the the NFC is more top heavy with Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa, and then uh, the Rams and Arizona. Uh, but the AFC is just deep. I mean, it's again, so we deep. we've we've touched on this before. You can make an argument for every single division in the AFC, two or three teams besides the South, AFC South. Yeah. Um, but there's they've still got two. You can make an argument that two, three, and maybe even four teams are still playoff teams. Like, look at the AFC North. I think the AFC North is the best division in the AFC. Bro, that's just like um, it's just like Seattle. Imagine if Cleveland or, or or the Steelers had some competency at quarterback. I mean, holy moly! Well, yeah, I know Cleveland's a better team. Cleveland's a better football team than that's Seattle a great is. roster, bro. And Cleveland is a great roster. They just have they've been incompetent and inconsistent at quarterback. That's it. I agree, and in it's it's tough to go to Cincinnati and Baltimore and Pittsburgh oh, and Cleveland to play. 100%. And there's just there's just this rich just culture. Uh, with the AFC North and, and the rivalry games there. So it's going to be interesting. It, everything is going to mix up. Uh, we're going to touch more about it on uh, Friday leading into the week yep. uh, or weekend and see who was playing who. Um, I think, at least for me, the notable game. Uh, and then... Man, I think the Bengals Chiefs is going to be also big for both. Chiefs have already won their franchise or their division. Can can the Bengals go up a game? Um, and then I think the Rams Ravens game is going to be big. This week is going to be actually really big. Really Brown good. Steelers on prime time on Monday. So there's there's a bunch to be moving around, uh, and I think that it's going to be, especially in the AFC. I think that it's going to be very fun to watch here. Uh, we are going to move over to the NBA. We haven't really been touching on the NBA a ton. There's been a lot of NFL news, other stuff like that. It's kind of mid-season, and I think a lot of it, too, is, is COVID. Um, Facts. COVID has kind of been running rampant through through the league. So we're going to throw it back to Monday. Uh, the Jazz pulled away from my Spurs. I actually watched that game. Uh, very disheartening there, uh, 110 to 104. Uh, and then your Mavericks, uh, Calvin, Play the Trailblazers and, and they beat them pretty handily. No, there. that shit was uh, easy, bro. That shit was easy. It it was it it, it looked like it. Um, the Nets pulled away from the Clippers. The Clippers need to figure something out, or they're gonna about you know they could look up in two weeks from now and, and lose the next seven out of eight nine games, and they they can be in a really tough position Wait, uh, to try and come back. Real quick on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling the alarm, gentlemen. They're screwed without Paul George. This this team has oh yeah, chaos. Uh, it is alarm times too. They are uh, they've got a chance not to win a game without playoff P. <laughs> what about a hey, what about Kawhi coming back? Uh, no, nah, bro. Kawhi after he saw after they inked that max with him, bro. From what I understand, uh, his brother is basically telling him to take as long as you freaking want to. Take bro, yeah, me too. As you want to. The Mike and Thomas because, of, the, of the NBA, I guess. The Mike Thomas of the NBA to the Mags, bro, because he is going to – I promise you we won't see him till next season. Even if they make the playoffs, we won't see him till next season. He's enjoying life. Huh? Kawhi not a legacy guy, bro. Kawhi did what he did already, and he knows it. He don't care about chasing nothing. Hey, what's the what's the situation on Luka? Like, is he going to be returning? Bro, he, he ain't even hurt, fam. Like, I I, I watched the video last There's night. Gotta There's got to be some beef. There's got to be some beef between no, him bro, and they somebody. Called, they, they told him he was out of shade. I swear to God, they benched him because it was so – according to somebody inside the locker room, bro, basically what happened was – because you can't lie, before he got hurt, bro, he was running on fumes. There's no doubt about that. Every oh, time yeah, I like, agree. That the, is a fact. The jump shot was dead at the end of games. And so what it sounded like was Jason Kidd flat out told him, bro, you're going to get in shape before you get back on the court, bro. So then they made up the ankle because the ankle was never hurt, bro. He walked off the court. Like, from the game he got hurt, he literally stood up and walked off. They never yeah. put a brace. They never put a boot. They never taped it. They never iced it. There was none of that crap. So it clearly wasn't that. And then he went on the COVID list, which I get that. I mean, who hasn't gone on the COVID list? And right now I see – I don't know why he's not playing other than the fact that Jason Kidd doesn't want him to. So, I mean, I guess we're waiting for him to get in shape, which, bro, honestly, I have no problem with, bro, because the West is so terrible and the boat keeps floating. Why the hell not? Yeah, I agree. I will say – I don't know if y'all caught that Bucks game. Only reason why I watch uh, Bucks games is, is to see how – much of a unnatural human Giannis is freak. 
And dude, he, it's insane. <laughs> I, it's it's not fair. Honestly, it's not it's not fair. He's so big, uh, and he's just got a motor, just a high motor, and he's got this. Just did y'all see that little? Um, there was a play. He was driving to the paint, and somebody hit him, and he just moved that guy back yeah, by like four bro. feet okay, and got I the bucket. Giannis is the only person in our lifetime who can compare to LeBron on the to fast LeBron. break. Yep. He's the Agreed. only person, bro. When LeBron gets the ball on the fast break, bro, it's get the hell See out of the way. Giannis yep, is, is the exact – It's like only a freight person. train, man. Yeah, because he – that boy Giannis, when he puts his head down, it don't matter if you're the center, the point guard, the damn uh, towel man. You are getting dunked on, bro. Yeah. I will say, speaking of LeBron, so, Mike, y'all, y'all started him at center. Yeah. <laughs> Um, last night, and I, 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 will say, I will say that small lineup, man, it gets stops and it runs. It, it, Stanley it, it Johnson, runs. Can yeah, play. that's I what I you, that's bro. what I'm about to ask you. I freaking told you, Stanley. That's Johnson what I'm about to ask play. you. If is this the is this the lineup going yes. forward? I would I, I would I would try it out. You know, we we are missing our coach right now with COVID. Um, everything. David Fisdale wasn't coaching. Yeah, he's been running things. I would try moving moving forward. At this point, we're to the point where um, if it gets success, we need to use it because we that's something we haven't had a lot of. Now, with all of our failures, the same um, common factor is LeBron has been just going crazy. I mean, he was 32-11-11 last night. Hey, you know, yeah. He need somebody, somebody else to just step up. Um, Russell Westbrook, he, he, did, he played an okay game, but he just needs to stop being – Seven broken. turnovers, man. Yeah, I mean, but that's – uh, you know, hey, the, you got to live with the turnovers, bro. Bags. The fact that that's, he brought the 12 rebounds, you have got it. Doesn't matter what he's doing right now, as long as he's rebounding, he's worth every dollar to be on the court. Bro. He had a triple y'all can't rebound for shit, bro. I'm well, telling okay, you. here's my thing Can LeBron play 39 every night? Can he play Hell 39 yeah. minutes long, every hey, night? If Braun don't get hurt, the tank never runs out of gas. That is the LeBron James yeah. rule. It, it going back all the way to year one, as long as he doesn't get hurt, there is. Uh, an unlimited gas in the tank, bro. Even going back to his Cleveland years a couple years ago, it doesn't matter. I, I agree, I agree. Uh, but here yeah. we are, sitting year nineteen. Nah, a, I, I'm wonder. A, I'm wondering when is this guy ever gonna like age? And never. B, I'm and B, I'm wondering if if he does, are we gonna start seeing? I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna start seeing some load management. But the problem with that is, is he can't load manage and y'all win, right? Like that's a, right. he's the only reason why y'all are winning basketball. Uh, games. Bro, I promise you, if he is healthy, he will play. He will play 82 games this season. This man, he is not. He's got every aspect of not only getting them into the playoffs, but winning playoff games too, bro. I promise you, he's not chasing <laughs> 38,000. But like he has no interest in passing Kareem. He is looking for titles. He is looking for titles. So if if he's healthy, well, I wonder. Like, I think he's doing. I think he's doing both. But I think you can do both at the same time. Yeah, I'm telling you, he will play 40 minutes you. a game if he has to to win them. He will play every game as long as he stays healthy. Knock on wood, he will be on the court giving up, bro. And so the other thing I want to do with Braun is I got two names for you guys that I want to readjust the MVP board. I want to slide Braun into my three spot, put him right hey. above Demar Derozan. Sorry, Demar, but but Braun's done these past couple of weeks have been crazy. And then I'm gonna add a fifth name onto the board, gentlemen. I'm gonna put Nikola Jokic on at my okay. big speed. I've got okay. stock. His it's really growing for me. I talked about this two weeks ago, and he's name the top five. The name the top five. So my number one, unfortunately, I'm gonna stay with Kevin Durant. I get he's been out for a couple of weeks, but what he do, what he's done when he's on the court is he just cleared the protocols. Exactly, he's on his way back. Number yeah. two, I'm gonna go Steph Curry. What he's done is yeah. undeniable, man. The best team in the league. He's there every night. The shooting number goes up and down, but it's up enough that I'm willing to put him in that two spot. Third, I got to go with the King. What LeBron's doing these past couple of weeks has just been, it's been mesmerizing, man. It's like watching young Bron again. He's year 19, turning 37 Tuesday or Thursday. And man, he looks absolutely great. Force, we talked about this one a couple of weeks ago, DeMar DeRozan. I mean, what he's doing is whoo. And uh, the other one I want to tell you on that Bulls team, watch out. Zach Levine's adding some stock yep. to his name too. Mm -hmm. Every single day, he gets closer to the board. And then at the fifth seed, like I just told you guys, I got to go Nikola Jokic, what he's doing these past couple of weeks, man. He is keeping this Denver Nuggets team alive. And uh, I watched the game yesterday against Golden State, and he was great again. And uh, he had a game-winning block to seal the game. Uh, he makes plays on both ends. And my big thing with Nikola Jokic was the defending was always the rough part. He's a pretty damn good defender now. He is definitely competent on the defensive side of the ball, so it's good to see. That is my one through five right now. And like I said, I've got names like Zach Levine floating around on the outside, not in the conversation right now. But if if he keeps doing what he's doing, certainly could put him in that conversation because, I mean, what the Bulls, 
every single night, man. And then my other one that's still on the outside of my board, not ready to go back on it, is what Cap talked about at the beginning of the show, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, he's just been – the two games since he's been back. Yeah, Giannis just has like to before be Before he got there. hurt, he's been doing it like crazy. My only issue with Giannis is voter fatigue. That's why I'm not willing to, willing, willing to put him on my big board quite yet. Yeah, I don't think I, I really have a problem with anything that that you said there. I will say you did talk about the you did talk about Steph and the Warriors. Uh, they did just drop a game, a bad game to the Nuggets. They only yeah. scored eighty six. It was an, it was a a, a it was, poor. It was, actually, it was actually a kind of a good game to watch, which is weird. It was eighty nine eighty six doesn't sound like a good game to watch, but it was a poor shooting night uh, for pretty much everybody on the court. Yeah, I mean Curry was six for sixteen for, and oh, then for, he just no. kept yakking up threes. That's literally all it was. He just kept yakking up threes. He was five for fourteen behind the three point line. That reason, cannot happen. The reason Golden State lost this game, they shot fifty percent from the free throw line. Man, Jonathan Kaminga was terrible from the free throw line down the stretch, mm-hmm. and that was the three only for reason why they lost. If they mm-hmm. could have made their free throws, they would. This game would have been no question. Yeah, I mean you've got to be in that 60, 70, 80 percent there. Um, as a team, I, I get it. If a couple of your big men can't shoot a free throw very well, you know, you, you, you make half of them, but um, I, yeah, three for 10 for Kaminga. And then I, I really just put it on Curry, the five for 14, man. He yacked up 14 threes. God. And he only <laughs> shot 16 shots and 14 of his 16 were threes. I get it. That's his game. But buddy, I, you got to Andrew Wiggins had a, Okay, night shot eight for 20. I, I don't know. I, I will say this whenever the Warriors, whenever the Warriors have a bad shooting night, oh, they have a bad shooting night. I'm like, telling it you, that's my only bad. issue with Golden State, man, is like when it's bad, it is bad. But at the same time, I feel like when when games like yesterday go wrong, Steve Kerr just sits on the sideline and says, they keep jacking them, they'll go in. And then if they don't go in, Steve Kerr says, I don't worry about it. Next time they'll go in. And it's a great attitude to have because it's impossible to get down with yourself. Because like I said, they shoot 10 for 32 today. Tomorrow they're going to shoot 62% from behind the three-point line. Yeah, they win know. the basketball game and Steve Kerr's going to be like, I told y'all and everyone's going to smile and morale's going to go back up. And it's, it's, a, it's just, it's so interesting. You know what I mean? Like if you go back 20, 30 years, you never shot your way out of slumps. When you slumped, you were done shooting. You were done shooting. Yep. Now exactly. in the NBA, it's like you get as cold as you want to. You just take 15 more, and eventually they start going in. And I mean, I don't have a problem with it. It's just, it's just interesting to see, gentlemen. I have a question for you guys here. Uh, haven't really been talking about it a ton because they're a poverty franchise, <laughs> but the Pelicans, uh, the Pelicans. They beat the Cavs yesterday. Uh, they, they lost to the Thunder two days ago. SGA, baby. But they've been but they've been winning games. Like they've been actually winning games. They beat the Bucks on the 17th in overtime. Uh, they beat the Thunder earlier on in the year, lost to the Spurs, beat the Pistons. I mean, it, we're looking at some of these teams. Uh, they beat the Mavs early on in December during that stretch there. That was whenever. Calvin was wanting to pull the alarm on, on the Mavs, <laughs> which I don't blame you. But listen, they're sitting at 13 and 22, I think is what it is. Yes, yeah, sir. 13 and 22. Not saying they're a playoff team, but are you guys somewhat surprised, especially without Zion um, and how bad of a franchise it is? Are you guys surprised or no? Yes, I'm I'm definitely surprised um, first because, I mean, you know, at least we have some notable names on the Cavaliers. I mean, I, I go over to the Pelicans. I mean, their top, their leading scorer for that game was, was Herb Jones. Um, it's like, yeah, it's like, dang, uh, that's that that was just a disappointing loss all around for the Cavs. Because I mean, this they're twenty and fourteen. If you think about is it, is Brandon Ingram out? Yeah, with he's COVID in protocol. Yeah, they exactly. have their rosters in protocol. They, Hearts they in lost protocol to a too. Bad, they lost to a bad Pelicans team. I'll tell you, um, so y'all have me on record while I was in Hawaii telling you guys that if Zion comes back, uh, I don't only, I, I think this team's a playoff or play in team. I don't think they will be a one through six, but they can get into that 10 spot. Yeah. But this team is absolutely key on one thing and it's Zion's return without Zion where they're a lottery team. If you can get everybody on the court, B.I., Josh Hart, Valanchunas and uh, mm-hmm. Zion, uh, this is more than a playoff. It should be a playoff team. Unfortunately, they pissed the record uh, away early into the season, so it's not going to be a playoff team. But they can certainly get into the play on, play play on the play in tournament. 
But unfortunately for them, I have no confidence in Zion coming back. I mean, it was two weeks or nah, it was it was last week when uh, I, I told you guys that I needed him to come back. Uh, we've made no progress. We're still just waiting another day, another dollar. He's just rolling in gumbo and he's got no interest in playing basketball. And if, if Zion don't come back, I got no interest in this Pelicans team. But if they can get everybody onto the court, I'm telling you, watch out for them to make a run at that 10 seed. The West is terrible this year, gentlemen. I agree. I Speaking of uh, sp- uh, speaking of the Cavs, Ricky Rubio did. I, I'm wondering if he tore his ACL. I think he did. Um, I think he did too. Which is Very a big tough. loss for them. He was Which actually a massive hell loss. of a good yep. basketball. Yeah, it was a, it's a massive loss. Um, he, he tore his ACL in his rookie year up in Minnesota. Uh, that was back in 2012, I think is what it was. Yeah, 2012. And I'm wondering if it, I'm wondering if it's the same thing. Uh, and it, well, that was his left knee, but I'm wondering if this is the same thing. It looked um, like it. And this is and it's it's the same knee. I, I didn't really see exactly the the fall down i mean i saw i don't like looking at injuries i get real i I get real squeamish i I think after that yeah it was after that um louisville kentucky game louisville yeah hell Uh yeah i remember it too scarred me as a kiddo i'll never forget it it's so and then dak prescott's too like that was awful to watch too Mm -hmm. um so but prayers up to him man that's a massive so i i I think that it is a big loss for uh, for the Cavs. It's going to be interesting to get, again. I mean, we're hard in the middle of the season. Um, there's still a bunch that could change. But I think that for the Cavs moving forward, it's not uh, the best news for you. But moving on to – I mean, there's games today. Uh, obviously, uh, the Heat play my Spurs. We're actually favored minus six and a half. Um, I about shit my pants whenever I saw that. And I was like, who's out? Uh, everybody no nope, nobody is really out I mean besides Jimmy Butler but he's been out all year so yeah right. um, and PJ and, and PJ Tucker but that's that's about it um you know they still have Tyler Hero so uh and Kyle Lowry so it's not like you know they don't have anybody uh, but they played them today Mike's Lakers they play the Grizzlies uh yeah. in Memphis minus yeah. six uh for Memphis uh Thunder play the Suns uh your Mavericks play the Kings which Okay. Need it. Need it. <laughs> uh, and then thir- Thursday is a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a smaller schedule there. Uh, the Bucks are playing the 76ers. That'll be a good one. I mean, uh, sorry, Joel the Nets Embiid. are playing the 76ers. Joel Embiid's been playing some really good basketball. That'll be a good one. Yeah, and I want to know if if uh, KD is going to be back. Hopefully so, bro. For that game. Uh, if uh, I'm about, I'm probably like three or four games away from no KD. He's going to have to start sliding back on my MVP board. Got to play games. <laughs> hey, yo what what's up with the nba this year doing back-to-back games like what what it, bro it's because am i tripping it's because remember with covid they had to do the 70 72 games last year and it screwed up the schedule so what they said was they were gonna they were gonna compact the games to give you more time off on the back end so like we're gonna see like oh. we've seen it since the beginning of the season there's a lot yeah, of back-to-backs yeah. just because you're playing a lot of games now, so like after, like in the back. Well, I'm saying the playing the same team, like back to back nights. Every other, well, bro, that's the cheap end of the scheduling, bro. The NBA is always like that, bro. The NFL, that's true. The NFL works very hard to put a schedule together, bro. I swear to God, the NBA is computer generated. Uh, like, there's, there's <laughs> no way because, like, this it's it's so cheap every single year. Except for like holiday games and things like that. Yeah, like that they schedule opening day stuff like that, and then the postseason, yeah. obviously. But that's more because of TV contracts than because of the NBA. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, but that's um that's kind of it for the NBA. Like I said, man, it's middle of the season. Uh, you're having some teams pull away, some teams are, are slumping a little bit. Uh, COVID is still running through the league. Um, still waiting on Adam Silver to come out and say something. He oh, probably oh, won't. Uh, real quick, um. Yesterday, the uh, NBA PA and the, or the NFL and the NBA uh, did ink the new protocol rules. So that means we are done testing. That'll kick in, I believe, next week. Okay. And yeah, that'll start. All these that'll games start, will start to, get, yeah. Yeah, get guys back on the court. It's basically the uh, – I highlighted it la- or last week. The NFL's change of the COVID rules. Go back and listen to that episode. It's literally the exact same rules in the NBA. Yeah. Well, that's I, that'll be good for at least games. I don't know how that's going to be well-perceived in the media. I don't really care how it's going to be perceived. <laughs> Pissed down that my um, leg, no interest. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's really going to be it for the NBA. We're going to throw over to the college football. Uh, I did say yesterday, 
uh, that uh, Texas Tech did beat. Shout out! Doing Texas thing. Tech did beat Mississippi State yesterday, which I'm going to be honest with you. Going into the game, Mississippi State was a 10-point favorite, you know, 9.5, 10.5, 10-point favorite, I think is what it closed at. Um, I could be wrong. But, and, you know, Mississippi State's SEC, tough schedule all year. And Texas Tech came in and molly-whopped them. Beat Absolutely, we molly-whopped them. Uh, I want to throw this out there. I think the, fir- the very first drive, uh, we didn't throw a single pass. The 80 yards that we got were all on the ground, and we scored a touchdown on the very first drive. Uh, Taj Brooks finished the game with 107 yards on 16 carries. Uh, Sayadric Thompson finished with 80 yards and 14 carries. We were running the ball. Uh, we ran the ball for 260 yards. Just want to throw this out there. Um, we ran the ball just about as much as uh, Will Rogers, the quarterback over there for Mississippi State, threw it, uh, which which doesn't happen. Hey, you know I Mike think, likes that. Yeah, I know. that. Was, and that was the difference of the game. Uh, if you can run the ball and you can control the game on your own uh, by running the ball and getting pretty much whatever you wanted, uh, then it was kind of close there uh, in the first – or going into halftime, we were up 13-7. to seven. Mississippi State got the ball back at half. Um, and then that was, that was pretty much it. We stopped them there and then – um, it was kind of done after that. They didn't score in the after the second half, which was really big for us because all year it's been comeback after comeback after comeback. Uh, so this is this is a hell of a way to end the year. Uh, good for those guys. I will say, um, if if you don't follow sports, especially Texas Tech sports, but sports in general, Mike Leach is the head coach at Mississippi State. Uh, Mike Leach was fired from Texas Tech in two thousand nine. I think is what it was. I think you're correct. Uh, and it was the day before he got his bonus, and it was a total of $2.4, $2.6 million. Um, and so that's all he was talking about today or yesterday and the day before that. And that's all he was talking about. He was throwing a ton of shade. And, and then he started throwing out allegations like we cover up sexual assault cases and yada, 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 which I just want to make this clear here. First and foremost, um, if my university did do that, then that would be very disappointing. But I also want to say this. Um, if the sexual assault cases were covered up by the university, then that means that whenever he was there, that he also covered them up as well. Well, and let's talk uh, about uh, he had plenty of stuff going on in his own locker room during his correct. Tech, tech 10-year time that uh, is well-documented. I don't need to re-highlight any of it, but in case you don't know, just go ahead and I'll go on Google and type up 2008 Texas Tech football, and you will learn all you need to know about Mike Leach. So. Mm-hmm. This was definitely a – for the big, for the longest time, it's always been there's a curse on Texas Tech football uh, because since Mike Leach left, and um, I think that we broke that yesterday. Uh, if there was one, it was nice to just shove it in his face. I wish we would have scored 65. Um, <laughs> but I tweeted before the game, our interim head coach, his name is Sonny Cumbie. He's now the head coach at L- uh, La Tech. He walked in with a pump jack chain. Uh, and once I saw that, I knew the game was over. I mean, yeah. if your coach is walking in with that much swagger, See you later, Mike Leach. It's not happening. Um, I was real <laughs> hyped up. I was real hyped up yesterday. It was a, it, it was, it was phenomenal. We stopped them. I think Mississippi State, yeah. Uh, Will Rogers, I think was it, it was like ten straight games or something with three hundred plus yards. Will Rogers is a good quarterback, by the way. Uh, he's he's actually really good. Uh, three hundred plus yards. We snapped that streak. He threw for two ninety yesterday. Um, and again, we just got whatever we wanted to get. Uh, he threw the ball, or he had he had one interception. Uh, We had another turnover as well. We had a couple of turnovers on our special teams and stuff like that. So it was good to see that. I hate Mike Leach. I can't stand him, especially after his press conference there. Um, I think that whenever you're in a bowl game between another team, the press conference should be about the game plan. Um, And I saw a ton, a ton of Mississippi State fans that were so mad that he talked all all this trash and they only scored seven points on a Big 12 defense, Um, which (laughs) – so. The SEC is now 0-4 in bowl games, which is the first time in a long time. Uh, Texas Tech actually was the first Power 5 school with a bowl win, which, again, is interesting. Um, Auburn lost yesterday to Houston as well. Houston is going to be in the Big 12, so good for them. Glad Houston beat Auburn. I still hate Houston, but if we can stick it to the SEC, we're going to stick it to the SEC. Uh, the SEC, uh, the SEC may be in some turmoil. Hey, maybe Lincoln Riley knew that the SEC was going to be bad. That's why, he, and maybe he thought the Pac-12 <laughs> okay. was going to be better. Let's and that's why down. he. Let's that's why he down. left. 
<laughs> let's calm I'm down. Just, I'm, I'm just saying, maybe he's ahead of the curve here. <laughs> he, I promise you he's not. Let's calm down. Maybe he knows more than we do. Um, uh, but yeah, that was that was that. Uh, Air Force beat Louisville. That was in Dallas, Texas at SMU. Uh, Air Force, which is which is really interesting about bowl games, is that your team has an identity throughout the entire year. And Air Force's identity was that they were going to run the football, uh, and that was all that they were going to do. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, bang! They threw the ball for 250 yards. Um, so that was that. Uh, the games today, the biggest one, most notable one today is Oregon is playing uh, OU. Should that's today. That's today at 815. Mm, Yo, Clemson is playing Iowa State, which that's going to be good, too. The SMU-Virginia game got canceled. Uh, I, I spoke about that on Monday, COVID. Uh, I think I'm thinking that we're kind of done with canceling games um, because I don't see the NCAA – canceling games especially the on the 31st i don't see them yeah, canceling the New any Year's of those six games. worth like 2.2 bill ain't no way they going nowhere big dog. yeah and there's no way on 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 january 1st there's no way that they're canceling the place that the fiesta bowl the citrus bowl capital one venture and then the sugar bowl there's no way i, I i'm sir. sorry i i don't see that they can't there's way too much money going into that and um, uh, if the, the only one I tell you that is an absolute lock not to get canceled are A, the playoff games, and then B, anything that happens on that January 1st, man. Those games, those, any of those games will absolutely get played. doesn't matter what the circumstance is just because I refuse to believe that the NCAA will pass on that paycheck. Can you imagine if they cancel the Rose Bowl, bro? Yeah, like, no, there's could, no could way you, they cancel the Rose imagine? Bowl. If they cancel, because like I honestly, I'm more confident that the Rose Bowl gets played in the playoff games. Like, there's no way in hell. Yeah, you know what was really upsetting yesterday? I got I saw this yesterday. Um, NC State played UCLA, um, and their game got canceled. UCLA pulled out four hours before game time. Why? Why? And it's oh, it's so okay. Here and here's the thing that bro, goes those into kids this. were already dressed. There's no way, like, like four, like those kids are thinking. Screw about that they were already. Screw that they were already dressed. Once they they've been practicing all year. They they had been practicing, especially uh, after their season was done with. After their uh, their their regular season games were done, they were still up at the up at the facility, still doing their same routine. And then finally, they get their bowl game that they're going to be in, and they start working game plan with that. They miss Christmas with their families. They're heading out. Oh, damn, bro. I didn't even think about that. They go, they go to San Diego as a team. And then four hours before the game starts, bang, they pull out and they cancel. You know, I, I the guys on that football team, especially those seniors, especially the guys that have been with that program, they deserve better. And it's so disheartening to see. I I don't know of a better way besides not canceling the games, uh, but it is very disheartening to see, you know, those these kids put in incredible amount of hours uh to especially for bowl season you get a bunch of stuff for bowl games you know the, just the experience you're going to remember that for the rest of your life and that was cut short for them uh and and mind you if you don't follow college baseball last year in the college world series there was a team uh that was i think they were going to play vandy i think it was, it was either vandy or tennessee um, and they canceled the day before, and they sent them home. And guess who that team was? It was NC State. So NC State, their baseball program and their football program has been canceled due to COVID. And this time, it wasn't even NC State's problem. It was UCLA's problem. Uh, and that's the part that sucks about it the most. So, I, man, I, I feel really bad for those guys. It's really – it, it's it's very disheartening. So – uh, but that's kind of it for just college football. Bro. It is. Uh, that's kind of it for college football. Again, today, uh, Oregon is playing OU, Clemson is playing Iowa State, and then Maryland is playing Virginia Tech. That's the, uh, the Pinstripe Bowl. Um, and then Clemson's playing in the Cheez-It Bowl, and then the Alamo Bowl is, is Oregon OU. The Oregon OU game is going to be really interesting. Uh, they're going to have their new coach. So Brent Venables is going to be there. Um, I don't know how many coaches that they retained for – the bowl game. Hell, versus, not enough. I, I, I'll tell you that. I, I don't know, but OU is minus seven. I will say that Oregon has been getting exposed by Utah. If they can do the, if OU can do the same thing that Utah did, it's not even going to be a game. Um, I would watch out. I think Iowa State might beat Clemson. 
Uh, Iowa State is minus one and a half. Their oh, culture, the culture at Iowa State is incredibly rich and thick and strong. And I think that this Clemson team, man, it's just been it's it's been up and down, up and down all year. They've Bro, got the talent you, there, but are you they out just, on the quarterback at Clemson? Uh, Uga, no. uh, whatever the freaking name is. Yeah. No, I'm not out on him because I've seen a couple people bail on him this season. If we're talking about if we're talking about just talent, DJ is probably the most talented in college football. Okay, that's what I thought too. Um, he can he can run. He's like he's literally what Caleb Williams is, and how much people raved about Caleb Williams. It's Caleb Williams uh, plus some. He's got a stronger arm than Caleb Williams does. I think he throws the ball better than Caleb does. I just don't get it. He's getting uh, like I get they're not what they should be, but you can't win the Natty every year, fam. Yeah, I think that if you go to Clemson, then, but you shouldn't lose the games that you lost to. Ah, okay, and okay, that's fair. Natty, not winning the Natty is one thing. Finishing the year ranked nineteen, yeah, is, that's true. Is is another thing. Like it shouldn't Georgia Tech. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have been uh, within a six point. Uh, they beat uh, Georgia Tech by six. They lost to NC State. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Uh, they looked bad a couple. Of they times lost to. Year. They lost to Pitt. Yeah, they looked really bad in some of the games. They beat Wake Forest, which I think was probably their best win of the year. Um, they got absolutely just – or they absolutely uh, mollywhopped UConn. So, I guess you could throw that in there and beat South Carolina. But um, it, it, they've been kind of up and down all year. So, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to bet against Dabo Sweeney necessarily, but maybe this is it. Um, maybe this is the end of the road for him. Especially with Brent, with maybe thought, Brent maybe Venables. Maybe about an NFL job. Uh, yeah, no, I with, with Brent Venables gone – and then his AD going over to Miami, which I'm, I'm pretty sure that happened. I, I'm not so sure that he's going to necessarily just stick around. I'm, they're going to pay him an arm and a leg. But, I mean, good Lord, he, your entire team. He's had Brent Venables his entire tenure there while he's yeah, been right? on top, right? And so Brent Venables can absolutely coach. You know, and there's a butts about that. Oh, Brent Venables can – yeah, Brent Venables can coach. So, I don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't know if he's going to stay. He may be looking for an NFL job. I'll tell you that there's a handful of jobs that will be open. This next, this coming next year, Carolina being one of them. I don't know if I'd hire him. I don't think I would. Yeah, honestly, I think I can tell you confidently. I don't think I'd hire him. I, uh, I, I think he's a, I think he's a locker room guy, hundred and ten percent, and I think he's a recruiter. I, I don't know if he's in the X's and O's for the NFL because the, the, the biggest difference between the NFL and college is you don't get to pick your team, and you, it is some. Well, some, that and your coaching grown men who get paid to do that. That that is very true, but when the right, GM so you can't have the same conversation. Roster, I mean, yeah, look when, at look at Urban Meyer's tenure in, in Jacksonville that lasted all of ten, like yeah, ten like months, forty five minutes, right? Uh, but but granted, the difference between Urban Meyer and Dabo Sweeney is Urban Meyer's a shit person. I don't think Dabo Dabo's a good guy. At least he could at least command respect in the locker room. But my biggest thing though is like I said when when a when a guy walked down the locker or walked down the hallway and just hands you a, name, a list of names and says here go win football games it's not the same as hand picking who you have so i i correct and that's why that's why it's really difficult to go from college football to the NFL i think it, that that's one of the biggest things is that and especially at a team like Clemson and you can offer anybody and 9 times out of 10 if they're especially you know if they're in your area and stuff like that they're going to choose Clemson especially the last yeah. 5 years man like one of the hardest offers to get in college football was Clemson because they handpicked who they wanted. And it's a, and it's a bunch of four stars and five star recruits. Um, you know, you're not going to have that level of talent, say somewhere like Carolina or Jacksonville well, or did you, by the way, did you see Jacksonville? Did you see Jacksonville is uh, talking to Dan Quinn? We didn't even talk about that during the NFL time. Uh, I, I don't want it. To, they're going to, they're going to fumble that again. I told you guys that I wanted Brian Dable, the Buffalo's offensive coordinator. I promise you one thing. The only thing I've seen since I've heard like their rumor mill hit Jacksonville's going to blank this up. I promise you they're going to blank this up. And the worst Probably part is will. when free agency comes, I told y'all that I basically laid out what they needed to do in the off season last week. When we talked about Trevor, I promise you they're going to do none of it. I've lost all confidence. I have in them now free T law. They're going to screw this up. They're going to spend none of their cap money. If they do spend their cap money, it's going to be on terrible people. They're going to pay guys like Kenny Galladay, like we saw the Giants do. They're they're yeah. going to they're going to screw this up. I promise. Well, I, it's going to be really hard to screw it up. Like I don't know how you get. I'm worse, telling but- you, bro. That's the worst part. It's going to be incredibly challenging to screw it. you, bro. Literally, like <laughs> when you have that much cap space. There's no excuse. There really is no like you 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 can do anything you want. And the issue is they can't sell anybody. Their sales pitch is gonna suck. They're gonna hire 
freaking Dan, somebody stupid like that. It's going to make like no Dan sense. Quinn. Yeah. And, bro, I, oh. I agree. I agree. I'm just going to go um, no comment. <laughs> Um, I I think for I, I think for uh, college football, um, again, COVID is, is a big thing. It's a big thing in every sport. Uh, I, I think that we're kind of done seeing games get canceled. Um, you know, we said it, and I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say it leading up to it. I just don't see a way that they cancel the the games on the 31st and January 1st. That's their biggest hey, uh, revenue. You know, they get 50 million. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. It's their Super Bowl. Facts. For um. Let's uh pick the playoff game real quick. Do you wanna you wanna pick the playoff game? Yeah, because I mean it's Friday. Today's Wednesday. Let's do it. Let's get some picks locked in. Let's get scores and everything. Let's make them tight. I thought we already. I thought we already picked them. Did we really? Hey, we were might we might have already did. Just kidding. Moving yeah, I think we, no. We we picked we picked them last. I think we picked them on Monday. Um, I mean either yeah we did because I said Alabama's gonna be Cincy and Michigan's gonna be Georgia. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah you're right you're right you're right. Gonna Sorry be about that, it's guys. gonna be Bama and Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I am. Uh, I'm uh, the only thing I have the issue with is I'm going to take the dogs over Michigan, but I agree about the Bama one. I'm uh, I'm excited for these games. They're going to be hella football games. They're going to be great games. Both. Well, I think quit shoving it in my quit shoving it in my face, Calvin. I, I do. <laughs> you know, what's, I you know, know what's really what's really sorry is that nobody watches more college football than the guy that's talking to you right now. And yeah. and the fact that Calvin gets to go to this game. I'm going. I'm, I'm sending the club too, baby. Golly, I don't want to. I know. Golly, I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me. Hey, just let me know. Like you get, you get like sick or something, and, and you need me to go with. <laughs> bro, you need me to go with Cliff no, or something. Bro, I I mean, you just. Hey, you just let me know if, if COVID will, hits you or something. I'm, I'm gonna lock myself up. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be barricaded. I'm praying on your downfall. <laughs> I'm praying on your downfall. There will, I, be, there will be – I will have to get shot in the leg on my way into the game to keep me out of that building. There will be – The, will be the last thing – What I, The last thing I want to see is is Calvin Snapchat. You better block me from your stories. Oh, my God, Kevin. I'm going to be flooded with the booth, the box, the seats. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> in, anyways, uh, that's, that's going to wrap it up this episode right here. Um, you know, Wednesdays are always a little slower days. Um, there's still a bunch of stuff going on, though. Uh, if you are a college football fan, I really would, I really would tell you to to check out that Clemson Iowa State game, and then obviously the Oregon Oklahoma game. Uh, those are going to be big time. Those are going to be really good games. Uh, I think that Oregon may come out and surprise a couple of people, uh, and I think that Iowa State uh, has a really good chance of beating Clemson. So, um, I do apologize by the way. I didn't say this at the very beginning of the show. Home renovations still going on outside my house. Uh, so if you heard some beating, some knocking, some uh, whatever it was, somebody had taken a saw to my house, that's actually what's going on. So um, I do apologize for that. But uh, do you guys have any final takes here before we get out of here? Uh, no, man, we, we hit it all. Um, oh, I do have a final take for you, for you, Calvin. Did you see, which I, I know you probably did, FIFA is trying to make two uh, or a, a World Cup every two years. Uh, uh, bro, basically, I can sum this story up for y'all as fast as we Money. need to. Corruption, corruption, corruption. This play, <laughs> FIFA is town to the bone corrupt. They So the, the whole argument with the World Cup was they said they polled a fans in 150 countries, and, uh, and their, their polling said that 96% of people want a World Cup every two years. That is a fake number. That poll never existed. They completely made it up. Sky Sports did run their own poll and found out that almost 90 Seven percent of fans hate the idea, so I don't know. FIFA's just straight what up. What about the players? Like, is that dumb to ask them it's what the they want, bro? So, Killian Mbappe, one of your biggest world stars, he went on PFA yesterday and he had his sit down little black tie interview. And he basically, bro, he almost started crying, bro, because I that's how much Mbappe. it means to the players, bro. Like, this mm. it's the biggest tournament in the world, bro, just because it's only every four, like, name another event in sports that only happens four years. The Olympics, like the Olympics, that's it. The it, it's crazy because this this game is so like valued because it's it's rare. It's every four years you only get so many in your lifetime. And if they take that away, man, it completely ruins the game of soccer. We had the Super League last year. I mean, they're doing everything they can. It's just well, they're doing everything that they can bro. to make up the money that they've lost from COVID, which I kind and of bro, understand what the they're doing. Is, but 
$3.3 billion. That's a lot. That's that apparently that's the extra money that they're going to make. And, which, oh, dude, that's the thing. That number is also a lie, bro. The actual number is $8.7 billion, bro. Oh, they lied wow. about the number just to make it look like they weren't being pigs. No, bro. If we do a World Cup every two years between TV contracts, uh, sponsored revenue, and then ticket sales, it's $8.7 billion. Bro, do y'all know how much money I can't even I can't even think about I can't that even much fathom money. that. That I is can't crazy. Even fathom that. And bro, the worst part <sighs> is is they had to lie to you about how much money it was so they didn't look greedy. 3.3 billion dollars is still an insane. Yeah, amount. it's still a ton oh of money. <laughs> gosh, bro, just so corrupt, man. All the way through up and down. Just but really it was triple that. If you don't watch soccer, you don't follow it, you don't you don't know anything about it. Um, soccer is nothing in the United States, but soccer is everything everywhere else but the united states we don't got um, soccer we don't got cricket but everywhere else in the world they absolutely love those games but I, i'm, I'm telling you if you haven't if you've never seen you know my roommate in college is a big soccer fan and he kind of and and both actually i have two of them uh one of them's from nigeria and hell that's all they do um but if you've never if you've never seen like a game oh my you'll see 150,000 people um and i love the like the the little pictures that they have, like they hold up cards and it has pictures and stuff. Um, they're throwing, they're throwing oh, smoke, confetti. I mean, man. dude, it's, hey, I'm telling you, bro, it's if, incredible. If, if you want to change your life, start saving your money right now. 2026, when the world cup comes, go to one oh, game. Dude. And I promise yep. you it'll change your life. You will never be the same after that game because those it's in, it's in Los Angeles. So yeah, bro, we're going to get all across the States, bro. We're going to get Atlanta. We're going to get New York. We're going to get uh, LA. We're going to get Dallas. We're going to get all mm-hmm. across, bro. You're going to have no excuse not to have a game, bro. Open that savings account right now and start throwing a five, a 10 in there whenever you can, bro. Because I promise you, if you're a sports fan, it'll change your life. It really will. It's it's an NBA finals experience because it's oh, just dude, crazy. It's, 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 it's like the Super Bowl times, I think, 10. I mean, you have to imagine, you have to understand this, that in soccer and in, in, in these countries that soccer is so prominent in uh, you know, Mexico and Germany and just everywhere, Bolivia. Everywhere. literally everywhere that's all they have right like that is that is their super bowl that is their one of the privileges you have to understand that comes with being an american is all of the access to these leagues we have we have five major like that is in we have five major leagues that is absolutely insane we are incredibly blessed these other countries it's, oh, it's they, have, cricket, they have, they have, they have five. It. Yeah, they have five major leagues, but they are all <laughs> soccer. Like that's, that's what it's I'm soccer saying, and cricket. Cr- we are incredibly blessed to have access to the NBA and the NFL. And like, think about it; those guys have to stay up till four AM to watch the NBA games. Like they just, they just don't have access to that like we do. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it just anytime, it's, anytime yeah, it's a blessing turn, for sure. Turn the TV on and you scroll past four or five different sporting events. Just know your privilege, man. That's an incredible blessing. It is. Um, and it's also a blessing that everybody in this country is able to attend uh, a game as well, right. uh, regardless of regardless of how you look, what you look, um, what you look like, all that kind of stuff. And like uh, even as even like because I know a lot of people will say sports are political now. It doesn't matter, bro. That atmosphere when you go to a game, you're yeah. high fiving strangers, hugging guys you've never met in your life. There's nothing like oh it, my man. God. It's just such a great experience, bro. I'm it's telling just- you, man, I've never I've never met so many people uh like whenever i go to like tech stuff it's random people and i think guys are a little bit easier than girls are on that but but even but even that man you you meet people that you've never met before and you'll probably never talk to again <laughs> ding, ding, never or, see these or, people again or you may talk to them every day for the rest of your life Lifelong, like it, oh, exactly in exactly. every and every time you go to a game you're gonna ask them hey are you going yeah let's sit together kind of stuff so um but i it if you guys don't have any more final thoughts, I do want to say one more thing and then we'll get out of here. Go ahead, big dog. Yeah, go, you're good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, this is episode 30. And to be honest with you, that's kind of crazy that we've, that we've recorded 30 episodes. Um, still feels like yesterday whenever I texted Calvin saying we can't, you know, we got to stop doing this stuff for free. We got to get on a <laughs> podcast and talk about this. Was that um, August now? It feels like it was years. It was incredible. It was incredible. Uh, for those of you who don't know, like I said, man, we, we've all gone to high school together. Um, Mike and Calvin would have these conversations in class. Um, I would always slide up on Calvin's story and debate him on some of the stuff that he would talk about um, on his story. And so um, it was, it was kind of just fitting that it all came together the way that it did. And um, it came together really fast. Uh, If if you've been here from the very beginning, you'll see the progress from episode one to episode five, even 
Yeah, um, do that today, bro. Go back and just listen to the first yeah, five just, minutes. Just look and listen to the transitions, yeah. the crap like that, the mm-hmm. little things, man. And it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am I am very blessed that I get to come on here three days out of the week and, and talk about sports for an hour with with two guys that really know what they're talking about and really uh, really watch sports and then have an opinion. And so we agree on a lot of us on, on a lot of stuff that we talk about. Uh, but I promise you, we have our own mind and it just so happens that we agree uh, on, on the vast majority of stuff, but um, we're definitely not shared to, or shy to share our opinion. And so, uh, like I said, man, we, I, I really do appreciate it. We're doing numbers right now with uh, the amount of people that are listening. Uh, the, the fact that we've had over thousands, we've had thousands of people listen to our stuff. Um, and, and that really makes me feel good. Um, and, and it's really important to us as well. So we appreciate you guys uh, that are listening, that listen every week, um, every day. Uh, you know, that's you the special time ones for, us. for real. You keep uh, us, yeah. you keep us going. The fact that those, those, those 15, 20 people that are our core, that is every single episode, you people are the hype heroes, man. We do this. You keep us on it on those Monday episodes where we're slow and you're there. We really appreciate that. You're a hero. You're just as important as these three gentlemen behind these microphones because you give us motivation and a will to do so. So shout out to you. Nothing but love, bro. Nothing but love. Yeah, I can't wait till we hit episode 50 and episode 100 because I promise you that we're we're just getting started. We're going to continue to do this. Um, you know, I hope you guys are patient with our schedules here because uh, sometimes they do get a little crazy work, school, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, I do appreciate I do appreciate you guys um, and I appreciate everything that and, and, and you two guys as well. Uh, both of you all. Like I said, uh, we know life's not easy. And like I said, we've got schedules just like you've got schedules. And we appreciate you being as flexible as we're flexible. Because like I said, we're going to be here as often and as frequently as we can. And I promise you, we're not going anywhere. We're just getting started. Yeah. Yep. Just the beginning. It's only up from here. Yes, sir. I think Drake said that, didn't he? <laughs> somebody, like important, somebody like important said that. Uh, but that, listen, that'll, that'll be it. Uh, make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter. We just hit 100 followers yesterday. Uh, we're having people uh, follow us, interact with our stuff. So we do appreciate that. Uh, I still get people sliding up, wanting to disagree with, with some stuff. <laughs> I will say that if you are going to come to the two of us or the three of us, um, be prepared to, to, to debate and to argue and be prepared hey, oh, that we, oh, we know hey, our oh, stuff. God, bro. I am not a kind professional, bro. You bring me some blast me. I will smack it right yeah. back in your face, bro. I, 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 am, not, I am not your kind <laughs> show host, bro. We've There's already nice we, bone in my body. Yeah, you go to Mike and you talk about how bad his Saints are. Oh boy, he's gonna get real oh, upset with yeah. you real quick. <laughs> I take that personal. <laughs> he does, he does. So, but yeah, that that'll be it. Uh, make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter. Uh, tell your friends about us. If you have an extra hour or two, if you're going back to college, um, make sure you you turn that podcast on and listen to it on your way back. I promise you, uh, it, it'll be worth your while. We have a ton of fun. We laugh all the time on this podcast. But if you guys don't have anything else, that'll be it. Uh, y'all, you guys take care. Um, if you are going back to college, be safe uh, and, and, and hug your family before you go.